Welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chad Osinga, and I am joined as always by my lovely and beautiful and talented wife, Linnell. We are excited to have you all with us this morning. You know, last week we talked about our part or our story mm-hmm. of interracial dating 26 years ago <laughs> when it first went down and kind of all the ups and downs and, and the struggles that we had with other people and just people's ignorance, not wanting to accept that two people of different cultures, backgrounds, or races could be together. And today we want to kind of just dive into some of the things that we think would help you all if you decide that you want to date someone outside of your race. And, you know, some of the things that we applied in our lives and still do, you know. So that's on the agenda today. But before we dive into those few tips, I want to remind you guys that October 5th, coming up very, very soon, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, we have a master class on how to shift and compromise in your relationship. And again, as we've been saying, this is a great opportunity to get a free resource, free knowledge from two people that have actually had to do it. And, you know, it's really been one of those things that has changed the course of our lives and really helped us to have what we have today. We want to share that with you guys on October 5th. So the link to register is in the show notes. If you haven't done so, you need to go ahead and do it. Send it to a friend, send it to your mom, send it to whoever you think could benefit in their relationship in life. And lastly, we have a great Facebook group. It's really a a place that you can grow get again free content but also be around like-minded couples people that are doing the same thing trying to create a masterpiece of a marriage and so if you need that positivity if you need to be around other people going in the same direction which i highly recommend that also is in the show notes and i would really encourage you guys to go ahead and join the group that said beautiful let's get to it let's get to it so interracial dating you know we told you guys man it was it was rough for us times have changed in a lot of respects but i think deep down inside there's still a lot of people who have that stigma of like wanting to be with their same race i think they i think in their mind they either were brought up or they've just told themselves it's just easier because you know if i'm dating someone that's of the same culture same race and they understand what i've been through they understand what life has you know the ups and downs of what i've gone through in life especially blacks be honest with you due to the fact that there have been so much struggle with the black culture and what has happened with society and the way they treated us. Um, and, but. I mean, rightfully so. They, yeah, I'm not saying, no, so, I'm, and I'm, I'm not taking that away. But, that is true. But what I, what we found out is that no two lives are the same. No. And you can be in the same 
race and still not understand the person next door to you. Right. Because they were raised different than you at the end of the day and their past still differs. Yes, you might have some of the cultural you know, things that like awareness in of understanding. Yeah. 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 There's, there's some commonality. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Commonality and that respect, but we're all a little different. And so it doesn't always translate into a relationship. I mean, I, I remember speaking to someone and it was like through a Facebook uh, chat, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, and I remember this gentleman was just saying like, you know, whites have it different than blacks and blah, 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 blah. Oh. And I was just, I was so upset because as I explained to him, I'm like, my husband is Caucasian and he was raised, didn't know his father. His mother was on drugs from the time that he was born. Uh, She died at a very early age for him. I think you were 20, 20 or 21 um, when she, when she passed away. And so from drugs, yeah, from drugs. And, and he just had a really like, rough upbringing you know he didn't wasn't really close with any of his aunts and uncles or cousins but yet I was raised uh with both parents uh my my dad passed away five years ago and so but if he didn't pass away he was my mom and dad would still be married they Mm -hmm. were together for 40 years and so at the end of the day I just you know I'm always looking and, and trying to understand uh, where people come from when they bring that type of judgment. Uh, and it's just not, they're just not self-aware of understanding that it really doesn't have anything to do with the race. Man, there's poor people from every race. race. There's struggle in every race. Yes. There's hardship in every race. And, vice, and on the other end of this spectrum, there's wealth, there's success, there's love there's companionship there's all of that other whatever that other end of the spectrum is that exists in every single race as well and you know at the end of the day we are the human race right and and that that's we have more you know what i learned in in the army and i've this has stuck with me you know since but in the army i looked around and you know you get stuck with a lot of different people from different backgrounds okay and you don't have a choice of who you're going to say you want to be around and, and not be around. You're just stuck, and you have to learn how to work with them and and as a team, you know, like, and it is not easy. But I learned that we all are very, very similar at the end of the day. We all have mostly the same fears, the same desires, mm-hmm. the same needs, mm-hmm. We have a lot of people that have passed down from generation to generation certain stigmas and thought processes, and they've told us it's the truth. Mm-hmm. But when you really get around other races and other people in a condition where that doesn't exist, right? All that outside noise doesn't really exist. You find out when you strip all those concepts away, we're not really that different. Mm-hmm. And it really opened my eyes because. We, we are taught that there is this big gap between races, you know, that, and it, it's just, it's not the truth. I love how you said we were taught, because that's the truth. Uh, if you really think about it, if you would sit back and start thinking about the way you truly feel, 
right? I think that's the best thing that's happened for me in this last year of my life is that I really sat back and started thinking, how do Linnell truly feel about this, con? you know, whatever I'm going through or this concept or, you know, whatever's happening in the world or what is happening around me? Like, what does Linnell truly feel about this thing? And then I realized that a lot of my beliefs I was taught wasn't actually something I truly believe in it's just something that I was taught through generations through you know whether it's my parents or whether it's my aunts and uncles whomever it was somebody that taught it to me and I've just believed in what they said instead of just saying to myself do you truly believe that Linnell within yourself and when I realized that I didn't truly believe those things then it didn't serve me any longer and that really does break a big barrier down of me stepping into what I need and what I want and you know before we get into because we have like four main tips that we want to give you guys and of course there's probably more but these are just the four that we feel are the most important that we've used you know while dating interracially and having to face a lot of backlash for it but <laughs> you know last week and earlier Linnell was talking to me and she she was like you know people will say I want x y and z in a mate like all of these qualities and they will find someone who has all of the qualities. Mm -hmm. And then that person might be Chinese or, you know, whatever, another race than they are. And just because of their, the color of their skin mm -hmm. or how they, their culture, they dismiss that individual. They could even be attracted to them, right, to a certain extent. And you will dismiss it. And God is sitting here giving you exactly who everything you've been on needing, your list. Everything wanting. on your list. Yeah. It just doesn't check off with what your parents or your cousins or your friends told you that you're supposed to have in mm. your life. And it's really sad because love, true love, it supersedes the color of someone's skin. Right. Okay. I promise you it's so much bigger. It's so much more powerful mm -hmm. than any of that stuff. So that, that said, it goes a great segue into the first thing that you have to do. And that's know what you want. Yes. Okay. A lot of y'all don't know what you want. <laughs> no, you, you truly don't. You so damn confused. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I don't, I'm not trying to knock you because let me tell you something. There's a lot of noise. We just talked about it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got an opinion. Yes. Everybody tell, well, you got to have a man that does this, this, mm -hmm. that, 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 and your wife should be able to do this. That's what they say. Right. What do you say? What does your heart say? Right. Okay. And I think, you know, when it comes down to this, you should take a notepad out. Mm-hmm. And just start listing the qualities that you really desire in your mate. And this can be everything from how they treat you while you're out to in the bedroom to uh, being a father or a mother to your children. Like really get into detail. Like what are you looking for? This is like one of the first things we act, we actually tell our clients when they work with us, especially single ladies that come to us and they are desiring to be in a relationship and not just any relationship, a relationship that will lead them into being married. And that's a, one of the first things we say is write down whom you actually want to be with. Like act like that you can 
you can paint him, right? And you can, and you're telling God exactly who you want and give great details into what that looks like. And like Chess said, like down to like how you want to be taken care of, to how he takes care of the children, to how you all are going to raise the children, how to how. In fight. Yes, Come that's on. another thing. How Come will on. you deal with a fight with this person? How? And then you got to know how are you, are you ready? Are you truly are ready? Are you those things? Right, because if you're not those things, how can you all of a sudden ask that of someone else? So those are things that you to start working on first is writing down what it is that you're looking in a in a partner and then write down the things that you know within yourself you should be working on or you need to improve on and what qualities do you bring to the table? Yeah, we we attract what we are. That's right. That's like one of the first laws of attraction. There's like three sub laws which I'm not going to give them to you. If you want, if you want them, come come work with me. <laughs> uh, but you know, one of the first things the law of attraction says is that you attract what you are. And so, when you're writing down this list, identify and be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you're not great at certain things. Okay, mm -hmm. this is just what what I need to work on. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, you're going to draw people to you that are like that as well. The other thing that knowing what you want does is when you find that special somebody, you can hold firm that you found what you need in that person, mm -hmm. right? That person has a, so when, because again, it, you could even be in your own race. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be somebody that has an opinion about your decision. There's always going to be miserable people that want you to quit on the good thing that God just sent you away. Mm -mm. Okay. And what I want you to understand is that when you've made that list and you've changed yourself to become those things and you see it in another person, you're pursuing that when all the outside BS starts coming in. Oh, you know, he did this 20 years ago, man. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, great. And you just keep moving on. You know, what you wanted and God gave it to you and you've identified that this is what you've been asking for. Mm -hmm. And now nobody else's opinion matters. Right. Which goes into our next one, which is do not worry about others. Oh my goodness. Right. <laughs> Never allow anybody else's opinion or thoughts or their past childhood or their drama or their past, their last relationship to influence your thoughts. Okay, and what you are looking for within a person, regardless of their race. Yeah, I, you know, listen, one of the things that we've learned is that what works for them might not work for me. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Again, we're, we're all a little different. We all need different things in our lives. And, you know, your friends might have good intentions. And they might really be trying to help you, mm -hmm. but they're also basing what they're telling you off of their life. Right. Okay. What they've seen. So a lot of times you have to understand like, no, this is what I want. And it doesn't matter what you say. I know in my heart, this is the direction I'm going and I'm not letting it go because I, this is what I've been asking for. And so you don't want to be. And the thing is, too, I believe that there's so many people out here miserable. Mm -hmm. There are so many people out here really miserable. And you can have this great friend. Right. Like, if, say, as a female and you're at work and this is guy and he's Asian. Right. And you've never dated an Asian before. And he is checking off all the boxes of everything that you're looking for. He's funny and he's charming. And, you know, he's caring and he's thoughtful and he listens, you know, and and blah, blah, blah. 
here. The list goes on. But you won't give him the time of day because he's Asian. Let me tell you something. Just because your girlfriend doesn't want to date an Asian doesn't mean you don't need to date an Asian. Okay. And I don't know how many times I can say this. Stop looking on the outside appearance. Start looking within. If you start looking within, that's the most important part. Because regardless, this outside appearance is going to continue to change. And fade away. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm I'm grateful that we still look <laughs> like we do at our no, age, no, you know. No, no. I, I'm grateful for that. But I'm just saying eventually we will be, you know, 70 and 80. And, and I doubt that, that we – I doubt that we – will look like this um yeah Yeah, just saying god is good don't play but i doubt that we will look just like this and even with the wrinkles and even with you know gray hair and all that good stuff let me tell you something it's within us that counts so don't don't allow the the world is very superficial they want you to look and be shallow with how you pick the people in your life go deeper okay go deeper and and find the qualities that are beyond skin deep and fall in love with that and i promise you it, it'll really impact every other area of your life and that's what's gonna actually last yeah number three okay learn each other's upbringings and culture mm-hmm. this is really important especially when you grow up different than mm-hmm. your partner okay uh, and you know i think that I think what's important here is that you allow your partner to be your favorite subject. Okay? I love it. And when you do that, you look into how they grew up mm-hmm. and the rituals and the culture that, that you know they were raised in, and you can begin to understand a lot about them mm-hmm. and a lot of the things that make them tick and make them uh, move and, and, and do certain things in life. And it brings it full circle for right. you and you're like oh okay i get it mm-hmm. and if they do it to to you as well then now again both of you have become each other's favorite subject you want to know more about how they were brought up and the different things that are important to them important to their their mother and their father and, and their culture and it it really brings an understanding and allows you to continue to be one and merge as one mm-hmm. um number four Always stay a team. So when you do find, okay, that certain somebody, that special somebody in your life, and they may be of a different, you know, race, understand that the outside world is always going to have an opinion. There is always going to be someone in your ear, someone saying something. I want you to, one, if you can, um, remove them from your life, okay, because they're definitely not serving you. <laughs> that's the first thing. But if you can't remove them for some reason, uh, then understand that you're not marrying them. You're marrying this person. That's the one thing I always, and even my parents always kept that in my ear. Like you're married to Chad. You're not married to anybody else. And I don't care what anybody else says. Chad and you are what's important. And what you all have is important. And I never did. I never did look at Chad like, oh, this white guy. I didn't. I mean, yeah, when we dated first, she you know. She called me white boy. I was going to say, yeah. No, no, no. You. And I, <laughs> no, I did. Hey, white but it boy. was, <laughs> it was a joke at first. This is before we dated. Mm-hmm. But then I really did. When I got to know him as my friend and I, I just really looked at him as like, Chad, like this is just Chad. And I remember so many people throughout our years together because Chad was, Chad was brought up around 
black culture. He true. He just he did knew more. He knew more about I think the black culture than I did in certain areas. To be honest with you, he was way more hood than I was, and way more street. And it's just the way his upbringing was. And at the end of the day, he was also willing, like he said, to study me. I remember, you know, when I said, I'm going to put a relaxer in my hair. Well, I mean, he remembered a relaxer from his mom. And so he thought, okay, her hair is going to be curly. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, babe, like it's a whole process. And he actually came over to my house and actually helped me put the relaxer in my hair just so he could understand. And this is at the time when I was relaxing my hair. He tried, he did Kwanzaa with my family. Yeah. Every year. Every year, just so he understood this is what her family's into. We still celebrate Christmas, but we really are into Kwanzaa. And you know what? I appreciated him, and I fell in love with him even more because he was really trying to understand how I grew up, how I was raised, what I was into, what I liked, what I didn't like. That's another thing. He knew what, he, what I didn't like. And when you start figuring out those those aspects of somebody, it really does help you advance. So stay a team. Stay connected. Don't let any outf- outsider influences get in your ear. If so, that is a great moment for you to realize that they no longer serve you in your life and that they need to be removed. And the resistance that you get will always make your relationship stronger if you allow it. Yes. That's that's the thing. Look, it's got to be you and your partner against the world. That's, that's right. That was our attitude. Yeah. When people ask us how we got through all the stairs and, you know, people judging us and talking about us and wanting to fight me all the time or sabotaging my career all because of a life decision I made, you know, we just said we hit the effort button, right? <laughs> we were like, fuck it, man. This is us. This is what we're going to do. We're riding together. And if you don't like it, whatever, man, it's me in her against the world you can you can either be with us or against us that that's up to you and you know it's not even against me it's just you know uh you can be out of my life okay but you can create a beautiful life together but you have to stay communicating Mm -hmm. communication is probably one of the biggest keys to a healthy relationship and so as you guys face troubles and, and hardship, whether it be because of your race or just life in general, right? Life's going to throw a lot of stuff your way. You have to communicate with each other. You have to express your feelings and express your desires with each other and work together mm-hmm. to find a solution and find another way over whatever the obstacle is in your life. And as long as you guys rock together and stay together, communicate, stay strong, you will create a life that is a masterpiece. I swear to you, you will. Um, And so, yeah, stay a team, communicate, rock with each other, and don't worry about what everybody else has to say. Everybody's There's always going to be somebody that has something to say. Always. Hit the fucking button. As we say, that's the biggest thing. Hit the button and keep moving on. Exactly. It's your love. It's your life. It's your relationship. And you're going to have enough issues within your own relationship that you're going to have to go through. So why allow other people's opinion and thoughts to, you know, create another diversity between you all? That makes that doesn't make any sense to me. But here nor there, we're just here to help give you all some tips, some guidance. 19 years of marriage, 26 years of friendship. Uh, I I don't regret not one second, not one moment of everything we went through. Uh, because we did it together, we faced it together. We uh, and and the, another thing too is that I remember I 
when we lived at Fort Belvoir, uh, quite a few uh, women were saying that, uh, oh man, like you, you know, you 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 made a, you married a white man, so you got good credit, and you know your finance is good. And I remember me and another um, uh, black military wife, excuse me, her husband was white, and we both just looked at each other and laughed because we were like, I said, what are you talking about? He ain't got good credit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, it, assume. It, don't assume. Yeah, that just because the stigma of what people say is actually real, right? That's just their thoughts and their opinion. Remember that. They're just regurgitating what they've been told. What they that, that said, I hope that these four little tips help you out. If you need more advice, there is a one-on-one consult that is in the, the show notes. Go ahead and set it up. We would love to, to talk with you guys. It's completely free. So uh, that also being said, look, if this resonated with you, if you like the show, please like, share, comment, leave a review, pass it on to, to people in your life that you feel like could benefit from what you know we're spreading. And again, we appreciate each and every one of you guys that are listening in and tapping in with us. We love each and every one of you. And until next week, go, go kill, kill it. it.